Welcome to the Real Estate Reinvention Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Balasari, And in this podcast, we specifically cater to the professional development and growth of women real estate agents. Here, we're gonna be exploring the latest trends, strategies, and insights in the world of real estate, specifically tailored to the unique challenges and opportunities that women in the industry face. We will also be discussing and uncovering the power of niches in the real estate industry and how to create and optimize six-figure funnels to drive your business and your revenue. Whether you're a seasoned professional or just starting out, you'll learn valuable information that will help you navigate the ever-changing real estate market. From negotiation techniques and marketing strategies to work-life balance and personal development, we'll cover it all. So join us as we empower and support women in the real estate industry and discover new ways to build your business, your brand, and unlock the full potential of the industry. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn how to elevate your real estate career today. Hey, everyone. Wow, it's been a little bit of a hot minute. So I wanted to jump on and talk about something that has been on my mind I have been hearing so much chit-chat about part-time agents that I wanted to weigh in on this for a couple of reasons, and mainly because I started off as a part-time agent. So today's episode, and I'm calling it Dip Your Toes Into Real Estate, The 10 Must-Dos for Part-Time Agents, I want to talk a little bit about the agent that's getting started maybe part-time, newly licensed, the agent that is part-time and maybe has a full-time job or has two part-time jobs. That was kind of like what I had. I had a 30-hour um, a week pharmaceutical position, and then I got my license in 03. Or maybe you've been in real estate, but you had to step back for a variety of reasons, and you're still doing it, but you're not going balls to the wall, I guess is the best way I can put it. So I want to dive in, and I'm going to go through this pretty quickly, but I think it's really relevant and I want you to feel good about the fact that you're in real estate and don't let anybody dim your light. Number one, first, get educated and stay educated. So you've got your license. Now I want you to make sure that you are getting your CE credits, going to the board and taking your classes, um, looking at what may be of interest to you in real estate. You do not need to throw a cast net out there and try to have every client um, to be yours. You can learn to niche, and I'll mention that here in a few minutes. So make sure that you are, you know, staying educated. You can go to free events at your board. A lot of them have free events or very low-cost events. And most importantly, understand the contracts, understand the listing contracts, understand the um, sales contracts, understand the addendums and the riders so you are confident when you go to write something up. That is first and foremost. Um, Budget-wise, you need to budget yourself and understand that, you know what? Whatever you do is gonna take some time. So if you are um, getting into real estate or you're just part-time, you may know uh, that you have to, you know, uh, have some sort of budget. So you know what you want to pay for in regard to classes, licensee fees, MLS, CE, events that you might want to go to and any startup costs. So just keep that in mind. If you've been in real estate, um, I would suggest going to some of the smaller conferences and networking yourself with agents either at your brokerage or 
Like I have at Clubhouse, I'm on with a group uh, almost daily. We mastermind, we talk about real estate, we, we share ideas and help each other out. Um, we recently did go to Tom Ferry Success Summit and we had our own um, happy hour. There was like over 40 of us at a happy hour and then a, a private dinner. So there's a lot of things that you can do to get educated, be a fly on the wall, listen in, etc. Um, choosing brokerages. That is the biggest thing I think for agents. And because the market has shifted and changed in the last year, the expenses that part-time agents have incurred, um, or if you're new to the um, real estate market, um, you'll find that some agencies are very expensive. Some are very cost-effective and some are cost-effective and have a shit ton of training. So I've been with big brokerages and I've been with boutique brokerages. I'm currently with Real Broker. And if you go back to um, one of my latest episodes, I do talk a little bit about my brokerage because it's very cost-effective. It has amazing training, collaboration, and the culture is fantastic. So we have no monthly fee there. And so if you are part-time and you want a great experience and you don't have a lot of money to spend, you may want to consider um, looking at the type of brokerage that I'm at. And I'm happy to chat with you about that. Um, Whatever brokerage you pick, make sure that you're getting out of it what you want. It's not a one-sided situation and it needs to be a good fit, okay? I think the next thing I want to discuss is mastering time management. So if you're working another job or you have another activity that you need to deal with, how are you going to manage your time? How are you going to schedule in showings? How are you going to take listings? Things like that. So I think it's important to understand that um, you also have a brokerage that understands your part-time status. I think that's uber important. But I think you need to have a good app for your time management, whether that's Google Calendar. Uh, I think a great planner, like I have a hard planner again that I got recently, and it's really made a difference for my uh, time management. I also, it helps me keep the topics in front of my face. Um, I have a very active mind. I'm the type of agent that has 20 tabs open on my computer, so you can imagine how my brain is. Um, So having something that I can actually handwrite is awesome. My notes, my thoughts, um, my goals, my tasks, and I try to shoot for like three tasks a day. Now, I am what they would consider a full-time agent, but I have other endeavors. I have my Soboka brand uh, that is a blog and lifestyle brand, and I am also an um, educator. So I created education for learning how to list and market yourself as a probate real estate specialist with the probate real estate boot camp. So I'm juggling a few other things. I just happen to do real estate as my number one. So if that makes sense to you, um, that will make sense to you. So I do juggle just like anybody else does. And uh, I am an empty nester, but that is a whole other thing of time management, right? So um, so try to master your time management. Time is money. So invest in some good apps and good planners and balance as best as you can. Um, leveraging your network, whether you're new, whether you are part-time or whether you are full-time, um, learn how to leverage your network and learn how to network. 
One of the things I will share with part-time agents so you don't get so disappointed is do not rely on friends and family for your business. Um, Many times you'll hear realtors, they will tell you, oh, my neighbor listed their house. We we barbecued with them all the time. (laughs) Um, My family, my sister listed her house. Oh, my cousin bought a house. You know, it happens. And even with friends, I try to keep that a little bit separated. And you can really build up your own sphere of influence, SOI, um, through people that you already know in business. Who are you getting services from? Who can you talk to about what you're doing in business and network with? And then start going to some networking events around your town through your Chamber of Commerce. Um, You can... Uh, look things up on Facebook. There's always calendars of events going on. My suggestion is if you're going to network, know who you want to talk to before you go and make sure that you are not just talking about yourself, which leads me into talking about technology. So many tools out there. How do you stay organized? Well, I think more so than anything, if you're part-time, you definitely need to be organized. So have a CRM system that you like. We have a great one at Real called Chime. And we pay currently, as of this recording, $40 a month. And it's very robust. That includes a blog. And I love that. Um, I think the CRM stands for Customer Relationship Management System. Um, But there are many out there. Uh, So make sure that whatever you do, you use it. Um, Upload your contacts in there. Who do you want to talk to? Who do you want to network with? That kind of thing. And it will help you with your time management as well. Social media is your friend. (laughs) Don't post and ghost and show your face. Um, Get used to doing some video if you're not already. I think you all know this. I know like there's a lot out there about doing video, doing video. It's not the only thing that you can do. As a matter of fact, I can tell you I've done videos on five different things that you can do that don't include video. That includes blogging. That includes writing social media. That includes doing um, uh, press releases for yourself. That could include uh, Google My Business. There's a variety of things you can do that don't always involve video. So don't get sucked into that. If you don't do video exclusively, you're not going to get business. Trust me when I tell you, I blog and I get business from my blog. Then people will check out things on Instagram and YouTube. That seems to be the rabbit hole people go down when they are looking for property in my area of Boca Raton, uh, Pompano Beach, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm, Boynton, Delray, etc. So um, don't get sucked into you have to do TikTok or you're going to suck in the business. So, and don't let it be a time suck, please, for the love of Pete, don't let social media be a time suck. You'll figure out where your leads and traffic are coming from. So look at your analytics once you get started. Marketing yourself is a lot easier than it used to be. But I'm going to tell you, you don't need to spend a lot of money on it per se because of all the social media platforms. Just make sure that your banners and your bios are up to date. And they mention that you're a real estate agent and the company that you work for. You can certainly get business cards. I always have some business cards. But frankly, I more so than not have started using a digital card called Blink, B-L-I-N-Q. And I love it because it's free, it has a QR code, and I can capture information. So like, for example, shopping at Target uh, for bathing suits this summer, I started chatting with another lady who was also shopping for bathing suits, and it turns out that they were looking for investment properties here in South Florida. 
So I said, what's your phone number? I'll text you my information. Ha, ha, ha. So there you go. So now I've got their phone numbers and their contact information and set them up on a search. You can't do that with a cardboard business card. Nice to have them, you know, but I would say have both of them and be a collector of contact information. Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense to you. Um, let's see, what else can I tell you? Know your area. No matter where you are, do a crash course on your area. Take a tour of the local historical society. Know what's going on in the social circles. What events are happening? How can you support a local nonprofit? You know, so knowing your area is huge. That doesn't necessarily mean being the mayor of your town, which was very popular. Um, I think it's very good to know where to get a great cup of coffee and pizza and stuff like that. And I have all of that on my blog. But I think people are also looking for deeper things. And I think tying it back into real estate is really good. So if you go on to soboka.com, which is s3osboka.com, and you look at blog posts that I have, you will see I always try to weave in real estate. When I first started, it was not a real estate blog. But after getting some good advice from some real estate agents are like, you're crazy. You really need to add the real estate portion. So I did. So I do have information on the blog for buyers and sellers. And it also links up to my Chime site, which is more of a real estate uh, capturing of information site. So my blog is on WordPress. I think Chime is actually WordPress, but their structure is all about real estate leads, right? So um, become a local expert. Starting small is fine. You could, just a couple of ideas, as a part-time agent, you could be a buyer's agent, right? You could also be a showing agent. I will tell you, a conversation that goes on frequently is agents who have buyers, but they really need showing agents to take the buyers out, okay? And just open the doors for them. That's why there's an app called Shawami. So you could maybe put yourself in as a Shawami uh, person that somebody could hire, right? And then that's also a great way for you to learn inventory and learn areas, all right? The other thing is you can start part-time doing rentals. Now, I will tell you that the rental market in South Florida is very, very expensive. And let me equate this to a rental that say for example um well let's just say i did one recently and if i had done a hundred thousand dollar property the commission would have been similar that tells you how high the rental rents are here okay so gain experience before going big by starting small so rentals are really really good right now whether you list them or whether you have a, um, a tenant for them. So that's a great way to keep your toes dipped in. They usually happen pretty fast. When somebody wants to rent, they need to rent like yesterday, and it's done in 30 days. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be adding more, I think, of that to my repertoire because it, there's not that much inventory. You only show so many of them. They're either doing it or they're not, and I'm very clear, you know, with um, – the people that are looking, I'm like, look, you know, I'll show you like six to eight properties. You got to pick one, you know, like this isn't like a, a, a 30 day or even really more than a week long thing. You either want to rent something or you don't like immediately. And then again, continue learning 
understand industry trends, market updates, stay, stay in the loop, be competitive. I think these are all things that you can do as a part-time agent, no matter if, like I said, if you're getting into the business or perhaps you have been in the business and now you're doing another job, plus you have your license, or maybe you have another situation that you can't do real estate full, full-time. So I think these are all things to remember and know that you're going to do just fine. Just make sure you know the direction you want to go in, set some goals for yourself, talk to agents that have been in the business for a while. There are nice agents out there and some of us that have been around. Uh, we really do enjoy talking to newer agents or even part-time agents because if you're a good agent, it helps the industry, okay? Um, lastly, I'm going to leave you with um, this thought. I um, started my career in uh, a niche for first-time home buyers. That was a great niche at the time. I learned everything I could about down payment assistance and how to help first-time home buyers. There wasn't a lot of people doing that. And I was speaking on it to different boards and teaching realtors how to do that. When the market crashed, I had to pivot. And once I did pivot, I went into niches that had motivated sellers. So the niches that I specifically focus on are probate real estate, which is inherited property, and seniors that are downsizing um, and moving either to independent assisted or memory care, or they're moving back uh, closer to family. Those are two that I particularly like. And then on the buyer side, I particularly love relocation. Now that depends on where you live, I have a lot of people relocating into South Florida. As a matter of fact, Boca Raton has the most corporate um, uh, headquarters in Palm Beach County than any other city in Palm Beach County. That's the kind of stuff you need to know, right? So tap into your business economic development um, um, boards and whatnot at your city, at your county, so that you know what's going on, you know what companies are coming into your area, and that you could do that as a niche. Um, so with that being said, I hope this was helpful to you. I think it needed to be said. Uh, part-time is fine. I don't have a problem with part-time. I've never had a problem with it. Just treat it like full-time. Learn as much as you can learn. Be educated. Don't expect the the other side you know, to walk you through everything. You've got to take the time and learn how to be a really good agent. And I think that's what we're talking about here. Part-time, full-time, three-quarter time. I don't really give a crap. But if you're a crappy agent, then I give a crap because you make the transaction really not fun. Um, and I've been on that side multiple times. So if you have any questions, make sure to follow me at the Michelle B on Instagram and I'm going to have a free guide for this that I think would be helpful. It's a part-time real estate agent goals and objectives worksheet. If you would like to get that, go over to at the Michelle B, send me a DM and just put part-time agent in the DM to me and I will make sure that you get this um, PDF worksheet that will help you stay on task and grow your business. And if you have any questions, you can certainly send me a DM there. If you have any interest in joining the Probate Real Estate Bootcamp and learning all the ins and outs 
of how to be an inherited property listing specialist, just head over to probaterealestatebootcamp.com and all of the information is there. I hope you enjoyed this episode today and I will see you on the next Real Estate Reinvention podcast. See you soon. Bye. That's all for today's episode of the Real Estate Reinvention podcast. I hope you found today's discussion informative and valuable. Remember, in this industry, the key to success is constantly learning, growing, and adapting to the market. I hope this podcast will be a valuable resource for you in your journey to reinvent, reinvigorate, and elevate your real estate career. Make sure to check out the website, realestatereinvention.com, my Instagram channel, at the Michelle B, any of the socials that I'm on, and subscribe to the newsletter for more tips and strategies. And please don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and colleagues in the industry. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you on the next episode.